fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. Icy Bus, a division of International Navistar, will be selling its all-electric school bus in North America soon. They have actually already been selling these buses in Canada, of all places, on a limited basis, of course, more of a trial run to see how much interest there was in it. And mostly for the same reasons I was talking about for the EMV that International Navistar is also selling, this school bus being all electric is oddly brilliant. Once again, where electric excels over traditional vehicles is in slower stop-and-go traffic. When it comes to, like, long-haul towing and that sort of stuff, anything that involves being out on the go for long stretches... Currently, fossil fuel vehicles excel. It's just not even close. You put a load on, like, for example, the F-150 Lightning. You put a trailer behind it and a load. You cut its range down by 66%. That is killer to an electric vehicle right now. There's just no way around it. For an electric vehicle, though, that's already built to handle a load, like, say, this school bus, it can get 200 miles on a single charge. For most school bus applications, to take kids to and from school, then go back to the lot, and then just sit there until the next day where they could be charging, it's brilliant. You're never going very far, very far fast anyway. A lot of stopping, a lot of going. And on top of that, it's very quiet aside from the air brakes. International is getting to the point where they are actually ready for production. In fact, they're actually past that point. They've already produced this. Every other commercial vehicle manufacturer, as far as I'm aware, is really in the phase of talking big. But what's the one thing I keep saying when it comes to company actions? Actions speak louder than words. We're going to go ahead and end all gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles by 2030. Yeah, sure. Sure you are. You say that, but let's be honest. A lot can happen in that amount of time. This is International doing it now and doing it in a way that is practical. And for that, I gotta say, I applaud them. Of course, though, these will suck a ton of juice. And electricity production is something that is gonna have to ramp up drastically as more and more electric vehicles are adopted. Right now, the small amounts that are electric, it's not going to make that big an impact on the electric grid. But if you're talking like over half, whether it be big commercial ones or just small electric ones, that is going to suck a ton of power. The electric grid is going to need to be expanded, which, you know, as much as every eco-fanatic out there wants to say, oh, just more wind and solar, there ain't enough wind and solar out there to handle the kind of juice draw you're talking about. The initial ramp-up is going to be fossil fuel-based. Eventually, then, maybe, maybe you can start generating enough solar panels to keep up with the demand. Again, big, 
maybe. Speaking of high power draw, the RTX 4080 and 4070 has had their uh, benchmarks accidentally revealed on 3D Mark Time Spy, with the 3080 scoring a 15,000 and the RTX 3040, um, I'm sorry, the 4080 scoring 15,000 and the 4070 scoring about 10,000, which would, um, yeah, those are some interesting uh, boosts. Those are, that's, that's pretty good. In the case of the 4080, that would be about, what would it be? 60 something percent increase? I actually don't have the benchmarks in front of me. I'm going off what I heard elsewhere. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we're just not sure at this time, but <laughs> here's something to be considered about. The power draw of this card, some rumors are now talking about that it's going to be an 800 watt card. That's what they're talking about at the top end of the 3090. I'm sorry, the 4090. 4070 is going to be a 300 watt card. 4080 is going to be a 420 watt card, according to rumored lineups. The same rumored also does pin the 4070, 4080, and 4090 at a launch of the end of 2022, which matches what we were hearing earlier. But our latest rumors suggest that we won't be seeing this until early 2023. In the end, though, time will tell. But here's something I want you to consider for a minute. People across the pond use 240 or 220 or 240 they use 220 240 volt here on this side of the pond in north america we use 120 this puts a standard limitation of power that can be drawn by a single breaker to roughly 1500 watts i want you to think for a moment about this 800 watts drawn by your gpu alone and then you add everything else in the system you could have a thread ripper based system with one of these high-end 40 series cards the highest end there is that's driving this theoretical 800 watts it might be too much for the breaker for that outlet for everything attached to that outlet just the computer alone not even including everything else hooked up to the system part of me appreciates the fact that we're seeing crazier and crazier and crazier components and crazier and crazier performance that you know is really cool to dream about and makes you wonder what sort of nonsense you could do with that but we're now getting to the point oh excuse me did not mean to yawn like that um we're getting to the point where a single gaming rig could be too much for a single room that's nvidia needs to pull a kepler they need to pull a Kepler. They need, underline need, to start focusing once again on performance per watt. It won't take very long for efficiency to be king in the GPU space. Speaking of efficiency, Twitch is contemplating a peer-to-peer system. Right now on Twitch, and I've been blessed lately that my stream has not needed this in a while, but on Twitch, you can end up with some serious bottlenecks when you're streaming. And then on the back end of Twitch, there are only so many what are called ingest servers. 
servers that take your feed out, recompile them into various options for your viewers to see. I have been lucky enough lately that in fact, I haven't needed to fish for one of these ingest servers. I've just had one actually, oddly enough, uh, pretty frequently. And I've been very grateful for that. And I've been trying not to draw attention to it because I feel like I jinx it. It's crazy. In any case, now that I've jinxed my good luck with quality options, it doesn't change the fact that Twitch, while trying to grow, is running into the problem that there in fact might be more streamers out there than they can reasonably give these ingest servers to. You wanna know how many servers, how many streamers? I want you to think about this for a minute. My stream at twitch.tv twitch.tv slash Eagle Falcon is considered in the top 2% of streamers just based on size. The top 2%. But I only average 11 viewers. That is my latest co-current average. 11. That's it. How is it possible? It's possible because there are just that many other streamers with less viewers than me. That's how crazy it is right now in the world of Twitch, in the world of streaming. So Twitch is trying to explore alternatives for relieving some of the bandwidth on their own servers. Peer-to-peer -peer would be an interesting option. They are currently testing it in Korea, South Korea, obviously. And what it would do is that your signal that you get to your computer would also be sent out as well to someone else, thus creating just one giant mesh network of all your viewers rather than it being everyone hitting a single source. It makes sense, but there's a couple of problems with this. Uh, one, this would theoretically increase everyone's delay in viewing the stream. Two, this would put a massive strain on your upload speed. My stream, for example, is a 5.0 megabit stream. That's the bit rate. It's 5,000. So you think about that for a minute. Well, that means that you would have to have five megabit up minimum. And if I ever dip down, suddenly you're bringing the whole network down. Here in the US at least, we don't have all that great of upload speed. And I really do wish we change that. I really do, but we're not there yet. And then three, and probably the biggest thing that's gonna have this via not, not get out of outside of testing is the fact that peer-to-peer -peer has a massive vulnerability in it called, you know, everyone can see everyone else on the peer-to-peer -peer network and their IPs and go after them if they so chose. Yeah, not a good end. Not a good end for anyone involved. I don't think it's going to get much of anywhere, but we'll have to wait and see. The Twitch crew, of course, always catches me off guard with the amount of work they're willing to put into to save a few bucks, despite the fact that the end result is absolute hot garbage. That's gonna do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.